Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Good morning. Uh, Catherine's report says girls suffering most with 43% saying they were targets of cyberbullying. First off, your definition of cyberbullying, what is it, Philip, please? Well, cyberbullying is simply um, deliberately targeting uh, a person online with the use of technology. So that might be um, social media platforms. It could be websites. It could be anywhere you can post content online. It could even be through games and things like that as well. Right. The report, uh, I'd like you to summarise the key uh, aspects of it because I have it here in detail in front of me. For example, 31% of 8 to 12 year olds are allowed online whenever they want to be. So there's, there's a lot of detail in this report. Can you give me an overview of it, please? Absolutely. Uh, the overview is, is that we've surveyed over 5,000 kids uh, aged 8 to 16 in primary and secondary schools across Ireland in the last academic year. And probably some of the standouts, hard to call them highlights to be perfectly honest, but some of the standout statistics uh, would certainly be that um, 84% of 8 to 12 year olds already have their own social media account, despite the minimum age restrictions being uh, 13. Um, 33% of children game with strangers online. And by stranger, again, we mean someone that they don't know uh, in the physical world. 25% of the same age group, 8 to 12-year-olds, um, have experienced at least one type of cyberbullying behaviour. And that statistic then increases to 40% for secondary school uh, young people. Um, and actually within that age group, it seems to be that 43% of girls have been bullied as opposed to 30. So it's something that's more prevalent um, certainly girls are being targeted more, whether that's by boys or girls, um, when they're going online. You would like to get some major points out to parents. A lot of the, the school children themselves are actually in school as we speak today. Uh, this whole idea of posting videos of themselves online, is this attracting this type of cyberbullying? What advice would you like to give, please? Well, I think if you're posting anything online, I think for as parents and as children and young people, the first thing you have to remember is that it's out there and you no longer have control of it. Uh, people can take it, reshare uh, re it, screenshot it, do what they like with it. Secondly, if you put something online, decide you don't want it online anymore, it's almost impossible to get rid of it, even if um, you've taken it off the device, even if you've deleted it from uh, a platform, there's no guarantee that someone hasn't already seen it, hasn't already captured that uh, in another way. Also, the more information that you put online, particularly if you're a younger person about yourself, um, the, the bigger your digital footprint is, and also you're potentially, you know, in many cases, compromising your own uh, privacy. Uh, you may be sharing information that uh, we wouldn't dream of sharing as adults. You may inadvertently be sharing information uh, and other stuff about yourself. And then, of course, um, often what can happen is a cyberbullying situation may not necessarily begin online, but it may be something, perhaps there's a conflict at school, perhaps there's a conflict in a friendship group, and then that might migrate online. And obviously then if there's a lot of stuff on there, that can often become uh, the target of that cyberbullying that can right. be taken and reused and that kind of thing. So um, absolutely it increases the potential uh, or certainly the content that cyberbullies would take to use against a person. Yeah, the survey found children themselves do not put sufficient emphasis on protecting their privacy and restricting contact with strangers, often choosing to have public accounts and friends and followers that they do not know. And that is a, a very strong message I know you'd like to get out this morning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, uh, you know, if children under 13, they shouldn't have a social media account, full stop. Uh, so it shouldn't even be what you put on that account. They actually shouldn't be on there. We're told uh, time and time again by social media companies that there are age restrictions in place, there are safeguarding measures, but we know 
30% of kids uh, have a TikTok account already by 12. 37% have, uh, have a Snapchat account by 12 years old. So in those uh, age groups in particular, they shouldn't be on social media. But even as you go up through the age groups, you know, it's absolutely important that what you're putting online, you're really thinking carefully about what you're sharing. And of course, with, with strangers in particular, particularly through things like games and in some cases, different kinds of apps where anonymity can be enabled, it's really important to be careful because, you know, you literally do not know who is out there and who is potentially contacting you. Mm. And, you know, children and, and in, in some cases young people, and, and particularly when you go on social media accounts, it's, like, right. it's all about getting likes, it's all about getting traction, it's all about getting that engagement, but you've got to really question right. who in many cases that engagement is with. There's a very strong point you'd like to, to, to before I get you to point people towards the full summary of uh, Cyber Safe Kids uh, uh, report, but it's a, a quotation to Carmel Hewn, Principal of Presentation Primary School in Terranure. She's quoted as saying, we were shocked by the number of children who had access to their smartphones in their bedrooms late at night. Many slept with their phones under their pillows. Now, look, you have the airways of Southeast Radio, Philip. What is what is the main message you want to get out this morning, please? Well, from that particular quote, it would be, don't let your children sleep with their phones under their pillows. Absolutely. I mean, in the home, it's really important. I think there's a sense from parents uh, and caregivers that, you know, if you're in the house and you're online, it's somehow safer than being outside the house and, and unsupervised but that is really not the case you know if you if you give your child access to the online world you're also giving the online world access to your child and so it's really important even within the home that you're monitoring you're supervising you're discussing with your children and young mm-hmm. people what are they doing online and establish norms you know no devices at the dinner table maybe they're always charged downstairs in a communal area uh, restrictions are set for times when you can go on and, and, and again if those are, restrictions are not met then perhaps you know devices don't go into the bedrooms at all because you just don't know yeah. what kids are doing if you're not supervising and monitoring them regularly. And how can you determine if your child is a victim of this? Would you notice it by their mood swings or how, how do you have to be extra observant in this area? How do you know? I know we spoke at length, I spoke to Brendan Howland about this on many occasions about Coco's Law. That has been a major development. Has that helped? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the symptoms are, are something that it, it can be tricky at times because obviously there's maybe a, a lot of mood swings and mood changes, for example, or lack of interest in school or activities could also overlap with other issues that children and young people might be having. So I think for parents and caregivers, it's really important to focus on the online world in the sense that, you know, has behaviour around the online space changed? So are kids now reluctant when previously they weren't reluctant to go online? When they come offline, are they upset? Are they emotional? Are they angry? And is there a change of behaviour in and around online um, you know, platforms and that kind of behaviour and that would perhaps be an indication that cyberbullying could be an issue. CyberSafe Kids, the full report is available on the website. Thank you for taking time to talk to us this morning, Philip. Good morning to you. Thank you. Good morning. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.